Do I need to say welcome back to one of the guys' podcasts? It's in the intro. No, you don't. It's part of the intro. Oh, okay. Awkward. Anyways. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome back to one of the guys. My name is Carla. We're nerds with ovaries, and we have a lot of opinions. So whether you're a Jedi Master or a Clueless Muggle, all are welcome. We only have one rule. Gatekeepers, you shall not pass. So this week, back on that Harry Potter train, talking about movies three and four, which are Harry Potter and The Prisoner of Azkaban and Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. What's that accent? I don't know. <laughs> that was my poor attempt at a British accent. Huh. Three out of ten. You know, that's fair. It was a shit British accent. I don't think I've ever heard anybody sound like that before. For the format of this episode this week, Giselle's going to summarize the movie. We're going to discuss, and she's going to ask me questions if she has any. And again, with the second movie, we'll do that. And then I'm going to tell her the titles of the next movies, and she's going to try and guess what they're about. Yeah. Shout out to Brittany for helping us with her feedback from the first episode. We love the feedback. Thank you very much. So Harry Potter, Prisoner of Azkaban, basically Harry finds his godfather Sirius Black, who was like thought to be evil and a betrayer, but then it turns out he wasn't, and now he's happy because he finally found the family member he could potentially live with mm -hmm. that's not his gross-ass uncles and aunt. That's it. Boom. So do you have any que questions, you know, comments? Okay. First thing I notice, and I wrote, and I have notes, like last time, uh, there's a new Dumbledore actor, right? Yeah, the other one died. Okay, I was like, that's so sad. I wasn't sure, because like, I know that that happens, but I didn't know it happened so soon. I was like, yeah. how sad, he only did two movies. Yeah, honestly though, it's funny, because as a kid, I never noticed it. It was only when I went back as an adult that I noticed it. Oh yeah, he's still good. It's a pretty good actor. Um, yeah, I like. I mean, I like the other one, but I like this one too. So I wasn't like, I didn't notice like a downgrade or yeah. upgrade. I was kind of like, you know what? It's still Dumbledore. Yeah, like, yeah, still solid character. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing, I've heard of Dementors from The Office <laughs> because <laughs> Prison Mike <laughs> talked about it. And uh, I thought they were, like, really evil bad guys, mm -hmm. which technically they, they're, they like, bad, but not in, like, I thought they worked for Voldemort. Right, yeah. Like, before I watched this movie. Mm -hmm. And it turns out they're just, like, soul suckers who just guard and bring misery. Yeah. They kind of, like, don't have, they're, like, soulless, mindless beings they don't have a conscience, so they yeah. don't really belong to any one party. They don't discriminate. They're like, I'm going to eat this person's soul because they're here, regardless of whether or not it's Harry Potter or fucking, like, Voldemort. Yeah, and and Dumbledore mentioned that. He said that, like, they have a purpose, and they'll discard of anyone in their way. Like, they don't yep. care if it's a kid or anything. Yeah, pretty much. So I was like, okay. So they're kind of like... They're, they have no morals. <laughs> yeah. They just have a purpose and that's it. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Um, another thing. Okay, so Buck Beak. Super fucking cool. Mm-hmm. I really want one now. Super dope. Draco is a bitch. Yeah. I'm so happy Hermione punched him. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. Because I was pissed. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? They really chopped off this bird thing's head over some little kid who, who like, couldn't stand that Harry had the spotlight. Literally. Yeah. It was so stupid. I was pissed. Obviously, later on, like, we find out we find out that they saved him. Oh, the I solemnly swear I'm not up to no good quote now makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Marauder's Map. Yeah, because I would see that on, like, merch and everything, and people would quote that, and I was like, what? (laughs) Makes sense now. I get it. Did it live up to the hype? No. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's it? I thought it was going to be more, like, because it's it's fucking everywhere. Yeah, it is. Like, I would see it everywhere, and I was like, what the fuck is this about? It's just a pinche map, like... (laughs) I mean, I get it, you know, it's a cool-ass map, blah, 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 whatever. But what else? Oh, so the plot. Let me just say, these movies keep getting better and better for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because this plot was fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no. Because I thought Peter Pettigrew, mm-hmm. I thought that was Professor Lupin. I was like, Mm -hmm. this motherfucker is pretending to be someone he's not supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Because he kind of just showed up. You know what I'm saying? Like, when Harry saw Peter's name on the map, Mm -hmm. and then Snape showed up, and then this dude shows up out of nowhere, and I was like, oh, no. (laughs) He's the bad guy. And um, I thought Sirius was like, well, okay. To be fair. I have seen some things about Sirius Black and people talked to him in a positive note, mm-hmm. but I didn't know who he was. This movie kept making me believe, yeah, he is a bad guy. But then in the back of my mind, I was like, but wait, people talk about him positively. So when is this going to turn? Mm-hmm. And then bada bing, bada boom, it turned. Right. <laughs> it turns out he was like wrongfully imprisoned. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't think a stupid rat was the bad guy. Yeah. It got me. It yeah. got me. Nothing in the wizarding world is as it seems. Yeah, well, this movie really, really proved that. (laughs) Yeah, this movie of of all the movies, I would say it's the most like, it's like every turn you're like, what? Especially that last scene with um, when they're in the Shrieking Shack. Dude. Yeah. Being a kid, reading the books, and then watching the movie, my head was spinning. I was like, oh my God. It was like back to back to back shit. Did it match the books perfectly? Um, it's been a while since I've read the books, so I can't say for sure, like 100% sure, but like, from what mm-hmm. I remember, um, yes, because- Your mind was blown. My mind was so blown reading this book as a kid. It was one of my favorite books. Um, it's probably in the top three. Because there was like a lot of like twists and turns. Yeah, it's like the people, you, the book would make you trust, like, I don't know about you, but I remember when I would read- read and watched the movie the book made me trust lupin but then there would be these little things that i was like who wait should yeah. i should i trust him yeah and, that's how i felt in the movie and then with sirius no fucking clue the whole time that yeah. he was actually a good guy it was just a bam right there oh shit his uh godfather is actually a decent human being and then yeah 
But like, it's funny because like you find out that he's a decent human being as you're also thinking you confirm that Lupin is a bad guy. And it's like a very confusing jumble of like, wait, but if we think Sirius is good, isn't Lupin good? It's just, yeah. I think I think it's just that Lupin's a werewolf. Yeah. And then so like- there's a negative connotation. Yeah. But then Snape person, you're like, wait, is he saving the day? Is he fucking up the day? Because at this point, yeah. most people like, if you're reading it from the beginning and you know nothing about Harry Potter, you still don't really like Snape. So yeah, it was just a mm-hmm. whole, this whole clusterfuck of things, but it made for a good yeah. book. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it really... I thought they were going back in time to catch the rat. Oh, no. Dumbledore had a very specific quest. I was like, quest. okay, are you, gonna, are you gonna catch the rat? And no, they they did everything and just busted him out of jail. I think Dumbledore or somebody touches on it with the time turner. Um, you can't really, like... You can go back and do stuff, but... If you mess with something that's too big, it's going to, like, fuck up the whole timeline. Uh, okay. Like, that's why okay. he, he allowed... And it's, you know what's the wild part to me in this movie? That the school, in order for Her- Hermione to take every fucking class under the sun, allowed her to use this all-powerful tool to yeah, fucking time travel. That. I asked, well, I mean, she's responsible. Yeah. But I was going to ask you, like, why did Professor McGonagall give her that? Fuck if I know. I mean, she's a really responsible kid and all, but it's like, she's still a fucking kid. Like, I don't know, man. I, I, people in the Wizarding World are very fucking they just, trusting. Because they just kind of, she just whizzed. She's like, yeah, Professor McGonagall gave it to me. I was like, why? <laughs> why did she give it to you? Like, she, I don't get it. <laughs> I think in the books, um, she talks about... Um, how she wanted to take all these different classes, but her because of the the classes she wanted to take, like she wanted to do overload basically. Um, oh yeah, she wanted to overload on the classes, but she literally couldn't because of the way that the schedule worked out. So to get around that, um, they gave her the time turner. So that that's why um in the movie like when they're um in divination. Um, yeah, and she randomly Ron's pops like, when up. Did she get here. Yeah. yeah, it happened a few times. Yeah, Ron was like, "When did she get here?" Yep. My last point: it's always the dark arts teacher. Yeah. <laughs> is that just a thing? Like, is there a significant reason later on, or no. is that just Rowling deciding that's a thing? It's just something that's decided in the universe. It's kind of like given as fact. It's that position at Hogwarts has seems to just be cursed like uh, it's just always had a rotating door of professors and it does not stop <laughs> okay all right and then as far as the second movie harry potter and the goblet of fire what's your summary of that okay so it finally starts off where we're not at the stupid ass aunt and uncle's house mm-hmm I was kind of dreading that part. I was like, ugh, I have to sit through this. He's at the Weasleys, which makes me happy. Mm -hmm. First of all, it starts off um, in this dark house, the cemetery. The groundskeeper, he walks in a conversation of Voldemort and two of his followers and that snake. Mm -hmm. And then the groundskeeper gets killed. And I guess Harry was dreaming about that because it cuts to Harry at the Weasleys and they go to this Quidditch cup which is pretty dope. 
they see Lucius being Lucius and Draco being Draco. <laughs> and then everyone's celebrating, everyone's having a good time. These KKK looking motherfuckers. What are they called? Death Eaters? Yeah, Death Eaters. Yeah. They're they're setting everything on fire. And then David Tennant, which was the guy who was kneeling with Voldemort at the beginning. Um, that's the actor. He kind of like sees Harry, but then in comes in Ron's dad. They find Harry and they're like, what the fuck? There's Voldemort's sign in the sky. And then they go to Hogwarts and Harry has a crush on this girl. Mm-hmm. And then there's the tri- Triwizard Tournament. They have the Goblet of Fire, which decides each school's champion mm-hmm. and who gets to compete. So they have that all-girls witches school, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then that all-boys wizard school mm-hmm. in Hogwarts. Uh, the ministry decides that this year they're only going to have um, 17-year-olds compete because it's been dangerous. And for some reason, Harry's name gets called from the Goblet of Fire along with um, Edward Cullen's name. What's his name? Cedric? <laughs> Cedric, yeah. <laughs> Cedric. Yeah, Dumbledore was pissed. And then people think Harry put his name in the goblet. He just has to compete, mm-hmm. which sucks. And then there's a new dark arts teacher. Huh, who would have guessed? <laughs> and it's some crazy-eyed dude. He's kind of mentoring Harry through, like, the whole tri-cup process. Uh, Harry gets through, like, the challenges. There's the first one with dragons. There's the Yule Ball and then there's the second one. It's about uh, the mer people saving people you love from drowning. And then the third one is the maze one. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of like the maze, it turns out it's Cedric and Harry. And so they both take the cup, but instead they're transported to the same cemetery we saw in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then that little rat dude. Um, I don't know his name. He's Peter Pettigrew. Rat dude. Yeah. He can be rat, oh, dude. That's cool. <laughs> Anyways, Peter, he has a little baby Voldemort. Um, little, little raisin ass thing. <laughs> and then he kills Cedric. And then he he takes droplets of Harry's blood and his chops off his hand. Basically makes this huge ass potion thing in order for Voldemort to come back and he does come back mm-hmm. which is wild and disgusting <laughs> um dude it was fucking gross I was like ew this guy's gross like yeah. why are you not yeah. normal looking but I guess whatever basically Voldemort and then he calls death eaters and we see Lucius Malfoy is a death eater surprise surprise <laughs> um <laughs> and he you know, wants to battle Harry. Uh, he wants a grown ass man wants to battle a fourteen year old boy. <laughs> I guess. And so the, while they're battling Harry's parents and then the their ghosts and the ghosts of Cedric and the groundskeeper come in to help him out. Uh-huh. And there's something about like this connection. So Harry's parents help him defeat Voldemort. Cedric asks him, Bring my body to my dad. So um in like the blast, they like I guess Harry has a split second to grab the cup and Cedric's body, and he comes back. 
it was really awkward because everyone's cheering and Harry's just crying over this dead body. So everyone's like, wait, what's going on? And it turns out, you know, Cedric's dead. Harry says Lord, uh, Lord Voldemort is back. And like the end leaves saying that it's Hermione saying like, you know, things are going to be different from now on. And the three of them saying like, yeah, things are definitely going to be different. And that's it. Yep. It's a lot that happens in this movie. This is like, yeah, this is the like turning point. Yeah, this is the big tor- turning point for the overall plot of the movie or series, I should say. Definitely was <laughs> a lot of shit happened. Okay, so, I'm, I'm sure you have hella questions. My first question, which is probably like the important part of the plot, was the end. His mom and dad were explaining you need to break this bond. What? What what was going on? I don't understand why they appeared and why like was it just to help him escape or like Uh-huh. So right now, I can't completely explain what happened. Okay. I'm going to give you the abbreviated version. So we can only assume that for some reason that Voldemort and Harry have a connection. And we are right now are assuming that and know that because of the scar that was left behind after um, the whole shit show when Voldemort tra- killed his parents and tried to kill Harry. Um, yeah. The reason his parents showed up, the groundskeeper and Cedric, was because that's Voldemort's wand. The wand kind of has like a history of the people who he's killed. So uh-huh. that's why they came out of the wand to try and help him. It's, it's old magic. It's just that's why they appeared. That's my explanation is because okay. he killed them with that wand. Um there's a lot of magic in the wizarding world that's kind of like, they like to reference it as old magic. Um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of one of those like old magic things, I guess, that's like really powerful and all that jazz. So yeah, mm-hmm. so that's the explanation, at least for the why the ghosts showed up there randomly. It's because that's Voldemort's wand and they've been killed with that wand. So a part of them not okay. lives in this wand, but there's like a history, you know. There's a search history. Yeah, and they just showed up. Yep, because they were like, oh shit, our son needs us. Maybe we should help. That's our kid. Okay, all right. Oh, I totally missed part of the story. I just remembered right now. What did you forget? The the crazy-eyed teacher was David Tennant all along. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect that. Like, I didn't, okay, I suspected him, uh-huh. but I didn't expect him to be David Tennant. Right. I thought he was just, like, another Death Eater. <laughs> he had the little the little tongue shit going on, the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh. And he killed his own dad. I was mm-hmm. like, that's so sad. Mm-hmm. Party coach. But let me go back to the beginning. So, when the other schools came in, they looked dope as hell. How cringe was it that Hogwarts just sings? I was like, oh. (laughs) The witches, you know, they did their little dance. That was a little cringe, but it was like nice and graceful. And they had like butterflies and whatever. And then the the dudes had like their staffs and they looked badass. And then Dumbledore's like, let's entertain them with singing. And I was like, oh, (laughs) so, oh, I know. Didn't need to work on that. Yeah. The Yule Ball, it went from, like, waltz to rock, 
which made me laugh so much because <laughs> they're like waltzing around like very hoity-toity and then it cuts to the like a fucking mosh pit and they're just rocking out at hogwarts i never thought that was like a thing mm-hmm. which i thought was hilarious i was like wow this kind of changes my perspective of hogwarts a bit <laughs> what do you mean because like i thought hogwarts was like very old-timey and like mm. very like oh like just old-timey like i don't expect a damn rock band like a wannabe aerosmith Mm -hmm. just showing up at their dances yeah i hear you um and then it was it was funny to watch snape catching all the people making out took me back to like high school days yeah teachers would roam around yeah i hear what you're saying about the hogwarts but i like to think that even though hogwarts is rooted in tradition it will evolve with its students so yeah so that's why i mean it was like any any high school really yeah because our high school is the same thing yeah pretty much one minute there's yeah. a slow song, the next minute everybody is like grinding. <laughs> yeah. At least it was a mosh pit. I think if I had seen the other the other thing, I would have been like, oh. I know, I would have been like, it's a little too much. Um, to the window. I know. <laughs> to the wall. What else? Oh, yeah, the games are sadistic as fuck. Mm-hmm. What? What? Like, so if you didn't save them, would they just drown and die? Was that it? Was huh. that was that what's gonna happen in that water challenge? You know, I mean, wait, wait, and the they, people they, that they were like, captured. Yeah, I have no idea, dude. That's why, like, yeah, Hogwarts likes to put their students in danger. They don't like because, like, Dumbledore is like in these games, people have died, and I'm like, then why yeah. the fuck do you guys? <laughs> well, yeah, well, I mean, they hadn't done it for a really long time. Um, this was the first time doing it in a long time. I don't think they really elaborate on that in the movies but i think in the books they were like mentioned that they hadn't done it for a while because somebody died last time they did it oh so yeah i don't know i'd like to think Mm -hmm. you know that they would have been more cautious and been like well we'll intervene if this one thing happens or it didn't seem like they were intervening as much yeah yeah i mean the dragon escaped and they were like we're just gonna sit here and see what happens yeah i don't know it's hogwarts that's the only explanation I have for you. What did you think of uh, Victor Crumb and Hermione? Because I remember when I rewatched it recently, I was like, fuck, I shipped him so hard. Well, he's a meathead. Yeah, but he's, like, cute. <laughs> I never, I never, like, watching from... Oh, he's cute, for sure. I agree. I personally, from watching from the outside mm-hmm. and knowing, like, the little that I knew, I was... I did not ship her with Ron, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I shipped her with Harry. Really? I thought that was going to happen. But then I'm kind of glad they're friends because that's nice. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, like, little <laughs> little Neville, I love him so much. <laughs> yeah. He's practicing dancing. He went to the dance with Ginny. I'm like, oh, you little cinnamon roll. I love him. He's and then he helps Harry. And then he's like, oh, my God, I killed Harry Potter. <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> your little cheeks. So <laughs> cute. <laughs> Yep, I love Neville. I feel like I love him so much. I feel like if I were at Hogwarts, I would be Neville, just with my really? plans, with my plans, helping my friends, not wanting to get into all the shit they're doing. Yeah, yeah, you know, like half help and then just okay, I'm gonna go back to my herbs. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> Peace out. Another thing. Yeah, a lot of diversity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like actors and stuff 
Which okay, to be to be fair, I was surprised because JK Rowling is JK Rowling. Yeah. She's been problematic. Mm-hmm. So I was expecting a white ass movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm very, very surprised and appreciative that it's not the case. I mean, the first two were kind of, you know, white. But yeah. then now we see more diversity, which is nice. Yeah, it doesn't really expand from here. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Knowing her and the movie industry. Yeah. But, oh, the three unforgivable curses. Mm-hmm. That's when I became sus of that teacher. I was like, Mad-Eye? why is he like... Yeah, I was like, why is he enjoying this too much? Mm-hmm. I was like, something's up with this dude. And then, lo and behold, the real dude was locked in a chest. See, I was... I thought he was going to turn into the snake, but it was David Tennant. <laughs> oh, I was blind the whole time, I'll be real. When I first read it, I did not fucking see it. But also, it's like different visualizing it uh-huh. and, and then reading it, I guess. Reading it, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was really, I was like excited when he turned Draco into a ferret. Yeah, that's a good scene. That's probably one of my favorite scenes. It was really funny. I was like, first of all, why is Draco just sitting in the tree? Because he's fucking Draco. Does he need an explanation? Like this whole resurgence on TikTok of like Draco love and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I get he like he's he's a cutie, but I don't get it from there. <laughs> He's so annoying. I think it's mostly for the actor, to be honest. For not Tom necessarily. Felton. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I'm thinking. But I'm like, the character himself, like, uh-uh. His yeah. dad. I like his dad. <laughs> I know he's not good. He's not evil. He's evil and all that shit. But I like his dad. <laughs> oh, my God. And then Hagrid and that tall lady. What are they? Are they just giant giant people what are they like are they like a species or are they just big i think it's explained in the books for at least hagrid that one of his parents was a giant Uh, okay which is why he's not super giant because giants are bigger than he is she's a little bit bigger but i also think she's mixed because yeah because i mean you'll see it later in the movie there are actual giants that look like the kind of giants you would expect Okay. But yeah, I'm pretty sure they're like half. Okay. Which is crazy to think because either way, how does the sex work? Whether it's a giant woman or a giant man, that's wild. Giant giant woman, it's not that hard. Yeah, but it's like still a tiny man with a giant woman. I don't know. Yeah, but that's not dangerous. That's true. But like if it was the other way around, that's fucking dangerous. Yeah. And then my last note is baby Voldemort because I laughed. I know he's evil and stuff, but <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little lima bean with arms. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty and much. Why does he have to look like that? Is it because he's evil? I'm like, where you'll, is his nose? Nah. And nah, then you'll the find out. He, like, and then his nails are stupid. Like, those. <laughs> Those the na- yeah. manicure ass nails and the way he touches hair, he's like, "I can touch you now," and he just like uses one finger and creepily touches forehead. I was like, <laughs> "Like, if he wasn't powerful, like if you take that away, he'd be bullied." Mm-hmm. You're not wrong because he's like, he's just weird. <laughs> Voldemort's a very weird dude, and uh, he's he's got some issues that he needs to work out for sure. 
You think? He's if battling he a 14-year-old boy. He's a grown-ass man. All of all of his problems could have been th- solved through therapy, but, you know, here we are with seven books and eight movies. Yeah. At least he gives content. That's true. He makes it interesting. Um. Okay, do you have any other questions or nah? Nah, I'm good. Okay. I enjoyed them. Do you want to, like, rate them really quickly? Just give them, like, a rating? One out of ten? I'll give them both eight out of ten. Okay, cool. So the next two movies that you'll be watching um, are Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix and Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. So based on the titles alone, let's start with Order of the Phoenix. What do you think it's about? Uh, Dumbledore's bird. Okay. Because he's a phoenix. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's a little... Um, I mean, both titles are kind of vague. Give literally no, no context. But yeah, okay. Good guess. And then Half-Blood Prince. Oh, jeez. Uh, Who do you think the Half-Blood Prince is? Think about what a Half-Blood is. So a Half-Blood is half-muggle, half-wizard. Mm-hmm. So who do you think it is? Voldemort? That's a good guess. I won't tell you if you're right or not. But why is he a prince? I don't know. You'll have to find out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my guess. So... In the fifth movie, you're guessing that we follow Hagrid's... I mean, not Hagrid. Dumbledore is Phoenix, and then Voldemort is the a prince, somehow. Somehow. <laughs> Ugly-ass-looking prince. <laughs> Alright. Well, that's the end of the episode. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, at guyswithovaries. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, subscribe and rate us there, and Listen to us on Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.